producing videos in the Clarkson area for several years, I've met many interesting people and heard many intriguing stories. I've come to appreciate the dedication and passion of these people for their community. In this and future episodes, we'll be learning more about some of these people and how they are making the Clarkson area a better place to live every day. Today, we're in the Clarkson Independence District Library talking with Library Director Julie Meredith. Hello, Julie. Hi, Ellen. How are you? Very good. Thank you. We want to talk about all the great things that Julie does here at the library, some of the other things she's involved with in the community, and more about Julie herself. But before we get into that, let's get right into the library. Julie, today's uh, library is really not yesterday's library. There's a whole lot of new things going on. It's just a lot more than shelves of books and a card catalog. In fact, there is no more card catalog. <laughs> Could you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So um, our mission now is innovate, educate, enrich. And really what the library is all about is sort of a community center, an opportunity for people to um, have lifelong le learning opportunities. Um, you know, you finish formalized education and you may or may not have a place where you can go to learn more about whatever it is that interests you, whatever it is that your passion is. So the library's goal is to have a little something for everyone. So we have this, this misconception that a library is a building full of books. We obviously have books. We have movies. We have music. We have television shows, all different kinds of things. Um, but we also have programs, concerts, story time, and activities, opportunities for people to meet and work with civic organizations, um, opportunities to volunteer and serve the community. There's just all different kinds of things. There's, there's really something for everyone. Also, some of your librarians are rather specialized. For example, the business and marketing librarian. Do you have others like that too? Exactly. So most people are familiar with us having a children's librarian, somebody who works directly with children and parents and that kind of thing. But here in this community, um, so many of our businesses are small businesses. Um, and so we specifically have a business and marketing librarian whose job it is to support those local businesses. So to help them um, to grow and better their businesses. They're um, taxpayers and, and often residents right here in the community as well. And so the library services are for them as well. So if they need help figuring out how to do a business plan, if they need help figuring out how to do market research, if they need databases to help them to, um, to do consumer research, we have all of those kinds of things that they can do um, either on their own remotely or here in the building and our librarian can walk them through those uh, different services. I've come in here when there's been a whole library full of little toddlers with their mothers waiting for story time. It's a great sight to see. What other kinds of programs do the children's librarian do? Well, one of the biggest things that we do every year is what we call our summer reading program. Um, and that whole program is designed, libraries have been doing it for many, many years. The idea is to keep kids reading throughout the summer. Um, you know, you have this, this vacation break, but if if they don't keep reading during the summer, they get what schools call summer slide. And that means that the things that they learned in, you know, all the way up through the spring, they sometimes forget and have to relearn in the fall. 
So the idea of summer reading program is to encourage, engage, and reward kids for continuing their reading throughout the school or throughout the summer so that when they restart the school year in the fall, that they're still ready to go and that they haven't lost anything that they learned previously. Um, so that's a huge event. We do all kinds of activities to encourage the kids to come in. We have reading goals that they try to meet, and we have prizes that we award them for reaching those goals. Let's move on to some other aspects of today's library. Julie, what would you say to people that might question the need for libraries today? When people wonder about whether or not we really need a library, um, to me the library is one of those places in the community where we meet you where you are. And you come in with a question, and whatever that question is, it's our job to help you get to the resources you need. And it might be something simple like, you know, I'm, I'm interested in reading this book. Um, but it might be something more complicated like, I need to get a job. Um, or it could be something that, that seems, um, you know, recreational, like um, I'd like to build shelves for my bedroom. You know, those are the kinds of things that you come in and whatever that is, it's our job to um, sort of listen to what it is you're looking for and help you get to whatever that next step is. Um, and the interesting thing is that uh, it can be, it can basically be anything. So. You know, we, we get all kinds of questions in a day. We actually answer over a thousand questions every month. We have um, over uh, 13,000 visitors every month and um, 25,000 items check out per month. So there's, there's lots of usage of the library. And the story that I often tell is why the, the time when I knew that being a librarian was really important work, um, a woman came into the library um, she looked to be in her early 20s. She had a little girl with her who looked about two. And she was visibly, she had been crying. Her eyes were red. She, you could tell she was very sad. And she, she walked up to the desk and she said, my father just passed away and I need to figure out how to explain this to my two-year-old daughter. And that's when I knew that that's not something you can just Google. You know, she, she needed me to sort of sit down with her and find something that was age appropriate for a two-year-old. And she herself was so overwhelmed by what had happened and how does she translate that to someone so young who doesn't understand it. Um, so, you know, we went into the children's department and we found something for her daughter to do on the floor, some little blocks to play with, and we went and I pulled some books off the shelf and she and I looked through those books together because, you know, was she looking for a book that talked about heaven or was she looking for a book that talked more about that person not being there anymore, or what exactly was it that she wanted to convey to this small child, and what is age appropriate for that small child. And so that's the moment when you realize that it's not just a simple thing where you're looking for a particular title, but you're looking for steps to answer a question or to solve a problem or to just, um, in, in her case, just get through the day. Julie, I know you love libraries, this one in particular. Can you tell us some of the things you love most and feel are really important for a library? So one of the things that I really love about the library is that um, this is, to me, it's always been a place where we find answers, where if somebody says to you, I wonder, your job as a librarian is to help them find out more about it. A child comes up to you and I wonder why the sky is blue. It, your goal is to help them find an answer that's satisfactory, that helps them, you know. People assume that people that 
patrons come in and they're looking for a specific piece of information. And librarians are really professional researchers. We have a master's degree in library science, and our goal is to better understand what it is you're looking for and get you to what it is you're looking for. It's not often that somebody comes in and tells you exactly what it is they're looking for. They often come in and somebody will come up to you and say, I need a book about dogs. Well, so then as a librarian, I've been trained to say, well, what exactly do you need to know about dogs? Do you need to know about housebreaking a puppy? Do you need to know about this, the characteristics of a certain breed? Are you wanting to read a dog story to a child? I mean, there's a lot that you can know about dogs. and my responsibility as a librarian is to help figure out what it is exactly it is you're looking for and get you to that piece of information. And we call that a reference interview or an information interview. So your basic question um, isn't really enough to get you where you need to be. It's that whole thing about going down the rabbit hole where you can go all these different ways. The library is full of information and there's lots and lots of ways you could learn about dogs. So our goal is to try and get you to that section of the library that has dog information that's appropriate for you. So if you're looking for picture books for children, they're in one place. If you're looking for dog training books, they're in another place. Whatever it is you're looking for, we, we get you to that point. And then you can pull everything off the shelf and look at it and decide what it is you want. But our goal is to, is to narrow what it is you're asking and to get you on the right track to finding what it is you need. Um, the other thing I love about the library is that it's, it's the place, from when I was a child, it's the place that I always associate with parents getting to say yes. So you go into the grocery store, you go into the toy store, and kids are fascinated by everything that's there, and they want everything, and they want to take it home. And parents have to you know, manage what are we going to buy, what are we going to take home, what are we going to put in our house. Um, whereas here at the library, when they say, can I have that book, it's so easy for a parent to be able to say yes. Because you're going to take it home, you're going to enjoy it for a while, and then when you're done with it, you get to bring it back um, and get something different. You get to trade it for something else. So. You know, when it comes time for you to find the information in the library, we have one, about 126,000 items. And we want to be able to connect you to those items, and you want to be able to take them home. The other thing that we do is we keep track of all of the people who have library cards. So we have a database of all the people who have cards. We have a database of everything we have in the building. And then when you check out an item, our computer says, oh, well, Alan has this book, and this is when it's due back. So we have this whole system that allows for these materials to come and go very freely. And then, let's say, perhaps the item that you have, John down the street would like to have it next. Our system allows us to then put a hold on that so that when you bring it back, we know to call John and say, hey, John, come get this book because it's back in the library. So there's a whole complicated system that helps us connect people to the materials they want. And to get to that, yes. You know, maybe you check out a book and you don't love it. Well, you're not out anything. You take it back to the library and go get a different book. Not every book is for every reader. And that's the beauty. We've created a collection that everybody gets to share um, and that everybody has invested in. And you know, you're gonna find sections of the library you have absolutely no interest in, but there are other people that do. There's gonna be sections of the library that you check out again and again and again. And, and those are the areas that are you know, specific to what, you, what it is that you love. So that's, that's the whole idea of the library, is to have a little bit of something for everybody. Julie, I see you a, around town a lot. You're involved with lots of other community organizations and causes. You could tell us a little bit about some of that and what you do. And well, when it comes to the library and everything has to do with lifelong learning, so it's, it's easy to, to have lots of um, activities and things that, are, that associate back to the library. Um, one that we've done recently that we're very excited about um, is we needed a small storage shed on the library's property. Um, and we collaborated with 
Clarkson High School's construction tech program and the students actually built the shed for us. So that was a really unique way that the library was able to provide a lifelong learning experience for these students. They need to learn these skills, they want to learn these skills, but they needed a real life project to do um, in order to do that. So here we've um, got this great new little shed that these students built. It saved money for the community because the students' labor was free of charge. So we got it all for the materials costs. They learned how to shingle a small roof. They learned how to put up siding. They learned how to level a door. All of these different things that they needed to do. They're now using those same skills to go and work on a historic church and to build ramps for senior housing and do all of these other kinds of activities. So you know, what a, what a neat collaboration that allowed us to provide learning opportunities for these students. Those are the kinds of projects that, that really inspire me to have the library involved. Yeah, that's a great program. We've, uh, they're all around town. They, There's more places than you they realize. Are. They're doing all kinds they're of things. They're doing lots helping and all lots kinds of, of people. Another project that I'm involved in is the Clarkston Community Awards Program. That's been going on for 34 years. Several organizations within the community come together to honor those people and groups that are doing great things in the community. And I love that because we always find out about new and interesting projects that, that we didn't know were actually going on. The nominations are open. Um, anybody in the community can do a nomination. There's a selection committee that decides which ones are going to get a, an award. Clarkson Community Church actually hosts the event because they have a nice big venue that allows us to do that. It's really exciting to me to um, to my mind, that we're educating the community about these fantastic projects that people are doing and these very inspiring activities that people are involved in. And it also helps to create additional collaborations because one of the people who was given an award for Denise Couture for bringing in the, the DIA Inside Out program, um, that had provided us an opportunity when she was working on that to bring art to the library. So those outreach activities that I do also create these opportunities for new and exciting things to happen in and around the library. There's a program that was created called Clarkson for Life and it really is about um, the entire community coming together to support each other in terms of well-being. So that might be physical well-being, it might be emotional well-being, it might be any number of, of aspects of your life, but it's it's all about supporting each other and being there for each other. It's, it's a really neat program. Um, it's an opportunity for us to uh, expand the library's collection to fulfill those interests so when people start talking about um, eating healthier or start talking about expanding their physical activity or taking up a new hobby or something along those lines, it allows us to sort of know what people are interested in and be able to provide those kinds of things. Well now, I think we would all like to learn a little more about you personally. Well, I was actually born and raised in Clarkston. Um, this, is, this is my hometown. My mom was a big library user, so I spent a lot of time in this particular library as a child, although it wasn't the building that we're in now. It was um, the building that was built in 1969, um, and then it was later expanded in 1992. I started volunteering at this library when I was 12. They hired me as a shelver we call them pages, people put the books away, um, when I was 15 and I did that for um, while I was in high school, junior high and high school. And I also helped the children's librarian at the time, Ann Rose, with her summer reading program and her projects. I went off to school thinking that I wanted to be a child psychologist. 
Um, I got a degree in developmental psychology and realized that my heart never actually left the library. So I went down the path to become a children's librarian. I worked at an eight library system down in Ohio. It was my job to get the individual children's librarians at each location to work together as a team. Um, and that was a really fun job. Um, I loved that job. Later, I became the teen librarian here, which was really fun too, because I loved working with all ages. Um, and I did that for a number of years. And then I got the opportunity to work at the state library. So then it was my job to travel the state and put on workshops for children's and teen librarians to expand what it is they know and to do more with that. Mm. While I was at the Library of Michigan, the director position opened up here at the library and I applied and now I'm right back where I started, only now I'm in charge of the library. And you know, it's kind of interesting to come full circle because one of the things that made me passionate about libraries is that opportunity for all children to have that magical library experience where they walk through the door and whatever it is that they're curious about, they can go and sit on the floor and pull the books off the shelf and read them. They can take them home and learn more. They can bring them back and trade them for something else. They decide today they're interested in dogs. That's what they can do. Tomorrow they're interested in cars. The next day they want to read about ballet. Then they want to learn about lacrosse. Whatever it is that they're interested in, we help parents keep up with this fascination that their kids have um, and at the same time the way that they're doing it this this ability to be able to to read to search to ask to inquire to discover um, it doesn't just have to be through books we also have a lot of um, resources that are online that parents can connect their children with um, we have downloadable books we have you know videos and movies and music all these different kinds of things so whatever it is people are passionate about it's there and it's our job to connect you with those things and help you learn more about what it is you're passionate about. Uh, several years ago we did a program called Geek the Library and geek was being used as a verb, you know, what it is you're passionate about, what it is you love. And from a library perspective, whatever it is you geek, we're there to help you learn more about it, to find out more about it, and we geek what you geek. There's plenty to know about the library. What I would say is if you <laughs> yeah, I could tell. <laughs> if you've got anything that you're curious about, feel free to ask. We we really uh, enjoy connecting people with whatever it is that they want to know. So feel free to give us a call. We're happy to help you. And what is that phone number? <laughs> <laughs> you can reach us at two four eight six two five two two one two, or just pop in anytime. How about a website? At www.cidlibrary.org. Oh, great. Very good. Thank you very much, Julie. It was really great talking with you today. Thanks, Alan. I really enjoyed doing that. Make sure to come back again for another episode of A Small Town in Michigan to hear more about the great people that are making Clarkston a better place to be every day.